What's going on, party people? It's your main man, MMA Bob Melkin. I hope everybody's staying safe, staying strong, staying positive. Hopefully, you ain't cancel me. <laughs> yeah, uh, this is a special episode. Uh, one time episode. I mean, if you guys want me to talk about this again, I certainly will. But for right now, just this episode where I am going to talk about Kevin Samuels and Andrew Tate. Yes. Now, technically, I should have talked about Andrew Tate a while ago because he is a former kickboxer, but I've refused to do it. The reason why I'm doing it now is because I have comments about Kevin Samuels with both of them on Instagram. I have commented on posts with their videos, particularly Kevin Samuels, and I always wanted to kind of expand on that. So, and what happened was, dear friend Nikki Peeps tagged me on a post from Andrew Tate. So I was like, you know what? Instead of waiting to do this, because I was actually going to do an entirely separate podcast. I mean, I mean separate. I don't mean separate episode. I'm talking about an entirely new podcast. Because I wanted to talk about business things and kind of relationship stuff where I basically counter what they say. Because I don't agree with much of what they said. There are some things that I do kind of sort of agree with. And I'm going to talk about that in this episode. And I think that, dare, dare I say... A lot of people kind of sort of agree with some of their comments, which is why they have such a massive following. So sit back. Hope you enjoy this episode and I hope you understand where I'm coming from. Hey, MMA by Milligan is the MMA catfish. Yo, man. Tate outed himself as being a fake-ass pussy bitch when he had to go to jail because he got arrested and then was trying to get out of it by saying he had lung cancer and he was sick and all these different problems. But, oh, gee, magically, as soon as he gets out, uh, there's nothing else going on. Meanwhile, he's posting about, if you'd, you'd have the truth if you could handle the truth. Well, he fucking clearly can't handle the truth uh, and doesn't want to say the truth and will say lies at any point in time if it thinks it benefits him. So, what a fucking bitch. It's not like dude was even in prison. He was in a fucking jail. So, fuck him, man. And if you listen to the regular Suspect Picks or Recaps and Repent podcast, you know who that voice is. It's my main man, Catfishing with Tat Daddy is his podcast. He got two, count them two now. You know, two segments, essentially. Same podcast, but two se- segments on there. He also has a blog. Everything is under Word- WordPress now. So you just go to this link and you just go right there. You can read get some great blogs. And of course... He's doing um, picks of his own. I say he always has good instincts. You know what I mean? Plus, he has his FU Friday, which I love. And don't forget to check him out on Instagram, Cooking with Catfish. His Instagram is absolutely fantastic. It's beautiful pictures of the crea- of his creations. Tasty creations. They look all look fantastic. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, so, yeah, take... I might as well start off with him um, because Nikki Peeps. So this what prompted me to do this right now is Nikki Peeps. So is what Catfish said about Andrew Tate. Plus, I'm a chime in on uh, what prompted me to do this this week. OK, so Nikki Peeps had tagged me and our good dear friend uh, Cyrus Casley, Cool King. Andrew Tate's comments was. Men always lie, but really we want to tell the truth. Lying is a pain. We simply have endless daily battles and can't handle another one. If there's a strong chance we can get away with a lie to avoid a fight, we lie. You'd have the truth if you could handle the truth. Is this true? Or do you agree is what Nikki asked. Um, no, is it because, well... Yes, do men, because I believe that if you don't tell someone something, that essentially is lying. Now, do I agree that it's because women can't handle the truth? No, not not really. You know, and that's the thing about Kevin Samuels in particular is that he says some things that to me was so heavy handed. What could have been a valid point gets entirely lost. You know what I mean? So 
do I, is it because necessarily because women can't handle it? No, not, not really. Um, actually there's something, uh, he had, uh, Kevin, uh, Samuels had made a comment. It was a video and he was like, dear men, you know, if you want to lose your, if you want to lose a good woman quick, cry in front of her. The only time you're supposed to cry in front of your woman, if you cry in front of a woman, you'll, you know, she'll be sleeping with your best friend by the end of the week. The only time you cry in front of a woman is when an uh, immediate family member dies or you broke both arms. And even if you broke both arms, you need to walk that off. And you're only allowed to cry for like more than three seconds, something like to that effect. He said, um, you know, she's supposed to cry to you. She's supposed to vent to you. You keep your mouth closed, essentially man up again, heavy handed comments, which get misconstrued because as articulate as he comes off, he's not really articulate in expanding on what could, should be a good point. So these two come together in that to help me with my point in that do men not tell express their feelings you know that's true so before anyone any of the ladies who listen who listen to this uh, episode hope you're listening you know full well that men do not express their feelings they're not going to tell you what's bothering them on a daily basis things bother us on a daily basis but we're not going to bother y'all with that also too um under that under that uh, video on Instagram, you may find my comments from a personal page where, uh, you know, I say like, cause someone, you know, a, a couple people were like, yeah, cause women they really don't care what you have to say with what men have to say for the most part. And it does seem like a lot of women in my family and that I've been involved with wait to listen. In other words, they'll sit up there and listen to me talk or what say a few words really because they can't wait to talk themselves. They're just humoring me so they can get ready to talk. And what I did with an ex of mine, I cut straight to the chase. You know, hey, how you doing? You know, how's your day? It's all right. How was yours? And then I'll get comfortable, you know, you especially if we were on the phone. Yeah, I'll get comfortable, have my little drink with me, settle in and let her talk. You know what I mean? And you you know it, it if you heard you've heard comedians comment on this, you've heard people comment on this. Like, yes, it's very true. That's what men do. Uh, I think Chris Rock, you know, I you know, I can't stand him, but he did a joke where he was like, "Yeah, men just say a few keywords and that's it." Oh, really? Get out of here. Like, that is 100% true. We are listening though. You know, it's not like we're tuning you out and just, you know, waiting to make one small or short comment. We are listening to you. And so is that right? No. But essentially, if we're if someone is hiding their feelings, and if you guys do it out there, regardless of the reason, as far as I'm concerned, that is lying. There are many times where it's like, let's face it, what you did, because not just men and women. That's no reason why if Kevin Samuels was allowed today and I did want to go forward with kind of countering some of the things that he says over the years. Like, so, you know, men and women don't tell each other everything, you know what I mean? But for the most part, the man up thing, I think, is a little blown out of proportion, for sure. I think the identity, this kind of identity crisis that we're into now with the gender identifications, not pronouns. I actually like the pronouns. You know, I, I, I love it. I, I couldn't wait for something like that word. I don't have to be referred to as him all the goddamn time, he or him all the damn time. No, I actually love it. But I think that the identity, how what's identified as masculine and feminine, to me, that in and of itself is toxic. You know, a lot of women on the timeline right now on social media that know me, that I know y'all, I identify more as a masculine man. Y'all identify to a degree as a feminine woman. That doesn't mean that you're weak. That doesn't mean that you're not independent. It doesn't mean that you're latching on to a man. That's why I don't like that identity in and of itself. I'm not a man because I'm wearing a business suit. You know what I mean? Like I'm not, I shouldn't be called a man simply because I'm wearing a t-shirt and a pair of jeans. I'm me. 
how I react is a reflection of me. You don't like me. It should be because of me, something I did, not because you, I woke up this morning. You know, you saw me walking down the street with a goatee, T-shirts and a pair of sweat, sweatpants on. You know what I mean? Someone would t look at me and say, yes, yeah, a man right there. I, you know, it's little things like that that I didn't care for. But as far as this um, right here goes, yeah, to a degree, it's not, again, not because women can't handle it. It's because for the most part, that dynamic, that men speak less, don't express their feelings, keep them, you know, bottom up, bottle up, which of course can go bad at times. Men do need a place to go to vent. It's always better if it's another man, sadly, or it's just someone who just, even if it's just a friend, someone who is in the, like them can understand. But usually that's not the girlfriend or wife. You know, and in my personal experience, it's worked out better that way. Does it suck at times? Yeah. Do I get tired of it sometimes? Yeah. Do I get tired of, you know, not, you know, because someone asked me what's my favorite fighter, they wouldn't know. If they asked me what my favorite color is, they wouldn't remember. You know what I mean? Like, like my ex, I doubt very seriously she could tell, you know, even when we were together, very, very doubtful. She never bought anything that was even... The color that she, I, you know, I mostly wore casual when it comes to casual clothing. Usually it was black. So she would give me something that's black. That's not my favorite color. And I highly doubt she knows it. I highly doubt if I went right now and, you know, asked, say, couples who are together for three years, whether they're married or not. If I, you know, say three years, two years. If I asked them, hey, you know, the guy, hey, what's our favorite color, favorite drink, favorite flowers? He'd give me this long list. If he's not a knucklehead, give me a list. The girl, probably not. I mean, that's not, I'm not trying to be harsh. I'm not trying to come off like Kevin Samuels. But I mean, what I'm saying is that dynamic is not to criticize women harshly. I just think that that dynamic actually works. I think that saves a lot of arguments. I think it saves a lot of fights. It saves a lot because you don't need the man coming back at you like, oh, yeah, but you don't remember. Right. You don't want that. Right, you, you don't really care for that. You don't want to get that thrown back in your face. And that's, you know, like he remembers everything. You know, and and also, too, another issue, another big issue, like what, what Kevin Samuels is saying, I wish he could have articulated a lot better in that his thing was like, you know, this this uh, high value man thing he used to say all the time. And takes basically essentially says the same thing. Alpha, his thing was the alpha male thing. It, either either what what I would expand or, or counter with what they were saying is in that regard is either the guy hustles and busts his ass every single day or he was born wealthy. Someone who was born wealthy has time on their hands. You know, that's just the reality is if they have generous parents, of course, or generous family members, they can, you know, they'll, uh, you know, they'll, they'll give them money. And we see that with a lot of wealthy, the, most of the actual 1%, 1% as far as I'm concerned is the wealthiest people on the planet. Not some, this $200,000 club that Kevin Samuels used to talk about all the time. I thought he was fool saying that. Like, like son, we can make, you, you can win $200,000 at the casino. What are you talking about? That doesn't put you in the 1% at all. It doesn't put you in the billionaire's club. But no stretch of your imagination. But anyway, because um, the reason why I bring that up is because a, a guy who's hustling and breaking, busting his ass, he doesn't even have time to talk. So he may, in fact, not catch everything that you're saying. When you vent to him, because he's going through, he's running nine times out of ten to make real serious money, has his own business, probably has a job on top of that. Look at these fighters. Look at these fighters. Could you imagine? They, you know, a day in the life of a fighter is male or female. They go work out. They hit their job. God knows what their job could entail, right? Because um, what was it, GSP? I think what was he a sanitation worker? Could you imagine that? You, he's a sanitation worker. He's working out. He's doing jujitsu. He's trying to climb up the belt level. He's a karate fighter who started off his career wrestling and he added jujitsu. Could you imagine? And was a sanitation worker. Then when he wasn't doing MMA, when he got actually got established, he's a model. 
So could you imagine what kind of time does he have to go into detail or even listen to your, you know, no, I'm not saying it's not valid, but your day in life, our days in life for the most part. Yeah. Well, what did you do today, GSP? You know, I had to do all these different things. You know, girl down next to he get what is GSP going to say? Well, yeah, I got pieced up by Johnny Hendrix. You know, I had to go to the hospital. Think I'm going to retire. I don't like getting pieced up. Then he finds out he was juiced. I mean, you know, like Johnny Hendricks was juiced. I mean, GSP was probably juiced too, but Johnny Hendricks was juiced out of his goddamn mind. So it's like, oh, wow, okay. You know, could you imagine? That's not something that where, okay, yeah. Let me also explain all the other things that are going on with that. You know what I mean? Like, so basically what I'm trying to say is that, yes, I wouldn't say blatant lies. No. But hide stuff, which essentially is lying, absolutely. It is absolutely true. Again, not because women can't handle it, but because that dynamic of man listening, being a shoulder to cry on, works better. Because who was, you know, who can GSP go cry to? Another someone else who went through the same thing. You know, a Chuck Liddell or you know, whoever else went through what he went through. That's really who he needs to vent to, not his girlfriend or wife at the time. And that's just the reality of the situation. I just I know for me personally, it worked out that it works out better. Do is it sad that the women in my life don't know a lot about me? Yeah. But at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. I have to pick myself up by my own bootstraps. You know, like that's the reality of the situation. This podcast ain't worth really talking about unless I'm ridiculously successful, and I'm not. Yeah, it's sad, but that's just the reality of the situation. They don't want to hear about that. What's bringing in money? Like, like now I, see, like, I see a lot of guys make that mistake. They sit up there talking, yeah, you know, uh, you know, you get a little pissant job, and then they talk some making mixtape and telling a girl about, yeah, I'll make this mixtape, girl. You know, I'm going to be successful. Like, that's, no. She doesn't want to hear that. No, and that's why a lot of women had called, you know, they call in and to both of them. And it's like, you know, don't want no bum man. Now, they got pissed because it's like, you know, at a certain point, they were that man. All of us are that man, unless you're, uh, you were born wealthy. Everyone, every dude who had to bust his ass was that average ass dude economically, may not have been physically, but were that, you know, look at the fighters again, look at them. Most of them, even the most successful one, even Connor, he did not start out making a whole lot of money. He did a whole lot of things that brought the money to him faster, walked into the UFC, got those $50,000 bonuses. That's what helped him out. Joe Pfeiffer ain't have nothing. That dude didn't even have a place to live. Dana had to, Dana helped him out. You know what I mean? So... And, of course, finishing the fights helped. So he got the bonus from the, you know, the contender series don't pay a whole lot of money. So, you know what I mean? Like he, and then, but, of course, gets on the pay-per-view. So justification for getting that 50,000, I don't think he got the 50 grand. But knowing Dana, he gave him 50 grand anyway. You know what I mean? Like, but if you're, unless you're self-made, you were one of those individuals. So women just didn't understand that they were calling in and criticizing a type of man that those individuals were at one point in time. And the whole point of the whole alpha male, high value man to an extent is so they're not referred to as bums. Most men do that. A lot of men who talk about hustling and grinding, that is their thing. That is, they're one of those average dudes that got stepped on and had the man up and got that man up conversation, had that man up talk. You know, yeah, I, I cringe every time I hear a guy talking about, yeah, I'm going to do this and the dreams and all that kind of, No, man. No. No. Get a job. A job. You know, like even a fighter. Like, no, nobody wants to hear about going to LFA. Nobody wants to hear that. Did you become champ? Nobody wants, nobody cares then. Stop telling everybody. Nobody cares, man. Stop it. Don't say nothing until you achieve the goal. Then talk. Because then there's money involved that will help the family. Help, you know, then you can take your girlfriend to a nice dinner or, or do for your family, do for your wife and kids and all that kind of stuff. 
So yeah, there are some things that that in particular, I I do again to an extent. I don't agree with again like the the like a heavy-handed approach and criticizing women harshly. I, I was never down for that. Don't like the fact that either one of them did that, but I do understand what they're saying. Now, yeah, back to, uh, so yeah, I hope that answers your question, Nick, and any other ladies out there that are listening. Yeah, uh, men aren't going to tell you, generally speaking, some men, like I said, spill their guts, <laughs> crying all day long and all this kind of whining and, yeah, they show all their emotions. Personally, I, and like I said, I'm not saying that I'm right. I'm not saying that Kevin's right. I'm not, but I just think that that approach, just from a personal standpoint, has helped me. What are the end results? Do I come with end results? That's all that matters is the end results. Uh, one time, I was like, I, I slipped and said what I was about to do. Okay, my own mother said, yeah, what you're about to. That was the last time I even uttered that sentence the last time you know what i mean and and i straightened up and but the flip side of that is i don't tolerate that either okay no problem it goes both ways i'm not tired is it done did we what are we doing or i'm, I'm gonna go handle it there's nothing to talk about and i go handle it period or that be safe and you know that nah, it's out the door. I'm risking my life. It's out the door. Don't care. It's all right. Cause I gotta get this work done. Things got to get done. Period. Now I haven't gotten to the point of a by any means necessary approach, but yeah, it, it's nah. It's nothing to talk about. How's your day? Who gives a shit? Nobody cares. I'm not explaining it. Are you okay? That's the only thing I answer. Yes, I'm okay. There's nothing else to talk about after that. There's been times when I was in pain. There's been times where I could barely walk. I'm not telling that to anybody. Well, except y'all on this podcast. <laughs> you know what I mean? But yeah, I just, I just think it's a bad idea. It's sad. It's sad. Again, I'm not saying it's right. It's sad, but I just think that's better. If you're in that kind of dynamic, in that kind of relationship, I just think that's better. But anyway, um, to what Catfish was saying, yeah, I mean, with Andrew Tate, man, don't get me started. That knucklehead, because both of them are knuckleheads. So what I would, my comments to, uh, that's the only time I slightly somewhat agreed with Kevin Samuels and to a degree, because Andrew Tate had talked about that. And then, like I said, this comment right here, to a degree. Other than that, no, I pretty much spent my whole time and whenever I, because I, because um, it's actually Cyrus who got me caught up on both of them. Um, now, now, Kevin, I listened to a lot of his videos. So, you know, the fact of the matter is, yeah, a lot of people, a lot of guys don't entirely disagree. That's why you see more, a lot of, especially Kevin Samuels, of it, well, a lot of, you know, Andrew Tate videos were taken down. He, that dude was, you know, his accounts were nuked. YouTube took them down. You know, when YouTube takes you down, you pretty much in trouble. You already automatically, whatever you did, you automatically might as well say goodbye to your Instagram account because that's going to go. The Twitter stay, like as we see, Twitter stay. But, um, yeah, everything else is gone. Forget about it. So, you know, and, and the sad part about um, Andrew Tate is he, half the time he was regurgitating just things that he heard from other places or how other cultures were, like the whole idea of, a, a man, man's wife, they do this out in the Middle East and a lot of, well, Middle East, Africa, there are countries, there are men out there that think that their wife is supposed to service them sexually all the time. And there's a large culture of people who like, well, yeah, it's a wife. Why shouldn't she, why is she not having sex with the, her husband? You know, I just use that as an example. Per, from a personal standpoint, I'm a, you know, I'm a dude. From a personal standpoint, there have been times where I'm like, I just, I don't, I don't, I do not want to be bothered at all in no way, shape or form. And I guess that's being an introvert, I guess. Um, so I understand. I understand no meaning no. You know, from personal experience. So I, I get that. It, it, 
you know, but there are cultures out there that believe that. And that's what he was. That's nonsense that he would would talk about as if, yeah, that's what you're supposed to do. And then he mentioned something else as far as rape goes. Like he. Yeah, he's a scumbag rat piece of trash, period. And even with Kevin Samuels, just disillusioned. He was just disillusioned. And what bothered me about him is the reality is he was just trying to talk himself up. He kept saying two hundred thousand now, four hundred thousand dollars. So automatically, man, that's how much you make. And he's basically it's sad because he was a disillusioned. He was basically lying to himself to make him think that he somehow was part of the one percent. And then even Andrew Tate said one time he was like, uh, "Yeah, you know, you really think that billionaires like racism stops at the billion dollar mark?" And I was like, "That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life." We have racism that has been perpetrated. Who is, that has been pushed by our very government. What billionaire stopped that? Not a single one of them. What billionaire is in a, even in a position to stop it? Not, none of them. I mean, name them. Was it Bill Gates? No, Bill Gates is talking about less population. Bill Gates, and who is Bill Gates referring to? Black people. Less black people. That's really what he meant. And anyone who co-signed on, that's really what they meant. Like, what are you talking about? Racism stops there. No, if you get a billion dollars, you're going you're gonna to manipulate your reality however you're going to do it. So if you already were a racist, you're going to push to racism. You're not going to stop all of a sudden. Nah. Now, don't get me wrong. As a business person, I've learned you can't really care who your customers are. Apple can say whatever they want. At the end of the day, they can't care who the customers are. There are white supremacists who have their phones. There are black nationalists that have their phones. There are terrorists that have their phones. They can't sit up there and nitpick everyone who buys their phone. That's the, They can't make money and not nitpick that. But Steve Jobs, whether he was a billionaire or not, between the time when he was fired to the time that he became one of the most successful men on the planet, he did not like Bill Gates. His purpose in life was to go after Bill Gates, whoever did business with Bill Gates, Steve Jobs did not do business with them. He didn't even like Fox News. He didn't want them as an app on his in his uh, app store. Are you kidding me? Hated them. He said no porn, no adult content. The only way you got that is if you had a jailbroken phone or you knew how to jailbreak your phone. Trust me, I know because I did it. <laughs> no, he's a Syrian immigrant. What makes y'all think he was going to be cool with any of them? No, he ain't changed his tune. He got worse the more money he made. Straight up told, but essentially told Bill he ain't like him on stage. <laughs> I mean, in public, he made, he wasn't even quiet about it. No, he didn't. Whoever, whatever company, billion dollar company was doing business with Bill Gates, Steve Jobs, when he was alive, then he wanted no parts of them. That doesn't change. No, that does not change. That hatred doesn't change. That's what racism is. It's a hatred. That doesn't change. Bill Gates didn't. Changed his tune. He didn't care for Donald Trump. He thought he was a moron. He had no respect for Donald Trump. And sadly, Donald Trump, Vince McMahon, Dana, they thought that if they were on paper a billionaire, that somehow those other men like a Warren Buffett would sit at the table with them and welcome them with open arms. That And they did not do it because they didn't have any respect for them. You know, Dana is basically it's basically pit fighting. It's no different than pit bulls going at each other. I'm sorry. That's what it is. That's why I was holding so hard to get um, MMA legal in across the states. It was just really just Vegas. You had to go cross somewhere to get sanctions for certain things that you want to do in mixed martial arts or any form of mixed martial arts. Like even bully beatdown, they had to go to a specific state for that. No, ain't no, who they want to do business? What do you say? No, as you see, this guy, look who's together. Look who's together. Vince, Trump, Dana. They're not invited to the big boys club. They got to converse with each other. That's why they're so happy, because now they think they got some kind of power, which they still don't, because they need ESPN to thrive. And ESPN does whatever it takes to make money. If that means, you know, a they do business with Marvel, right? They bought Marvel out. Well, well, ESPN, Marvel, both all both owned by Disney. If Disney, you know, if Disney says, "Listen, we need LGBTQ 
LGBTQIA, you know, serious liberalism, liberalism going on. We need this in the Marvel films ASAP. Guess what? Marvel says, yes, sir, master, no, sir. Yes, sir, master. And then go on, do it, do that. You know, Disney says, hey, look here, uh, we need all women. Preferably, you got, you got, we got different races, right? Can we cover three? Okay, we cover three. All right, good, good. You're going to do that. Because that's what we need for our bottom line, because we can't be up here, can't have cancel culture attacking us, so we're going to cover every single base except Nazi. And guess what? What do we have? We have the Marvels coming out. I don't recall a time where there was a comic book named the Marvels, but yes, I mean, Monica Rambo does work with, uh, you know, Carol Danvers, so those two are actually together. I don't remember, and Miss America, you know, I uh, uh, Miss Marvel. All of them were together at one point in time, but I don't recall a book named The Marvels. Well, I think there was, but not what we're saying now, but doesn't matter. They're going to do it. Doesn't matter who's mad about that. Nothing Trump can say, Danny can say, Vince can say. That's why I don't know what the hell Tate was talking about. All right, this dude's out of his money. A one person? Because you got a billionaire? No. It gets worse. <laughs> it gets worse because you got to contend with corporations. Or the billionaire is part of a corporation. But if they ain't part of no shareholders, man, forget about it. Because I think that's what Dana, because Vince definitely owns 50% of WWE. And I think that's what's going on with Dana. He never let go of the percentage that he owned from the UFC when he did the buyout. So I guess that's why, you know, that's really what he is, is an investor. You know, him being called president is just an empty title. But yeah, Tate was just disillusioned. And... And then neither one of them understood actual man code. Man code 101 is you don't spend your time day in and day out talking bad about women. Now, I'm not saying that, you know, women don't deserve equal criticism and equal rights criticized harshly the same as men. That is one thing that I did agree with Kevin Samuels on, that it is not right for women to call a hardworking man a bum because he's not wealthy. And conversely, I do agree with Tate in that, yes, a woman could pretty much, he, did, he said this in a video where he was like, um, you know, a woman could pretty, uh, the woman who was with him said that, you know, it's nothing wrong with our average hardworking man. And, and there was some other things that she said. The woman there tried to kind of counter it. And then Tate said, no, she's absolutely right. Most, the average woman can walk out, out on the street right now and find a man who would worship the ground that she walks on, who would love her to death. But you know, they're chasing after the Chris Browns of the world, wondering why all of a sudden he's cheating on them. It's Chris Brown. You know, you weren't, weren't wondering why someone like that would do that. Well, because they're a creep. That's why. How do you think they got rich? No. A billionaire? They're pro No, they're not nice people. They're not, not mo more likely they're scumbags or have scumbag tendencies or they're with a team who assisted that individual and becoming wealthy and the scumbags were surrounding them. Like we see that with hip hop artists nowadays, like the hip hop artists themselves might be, you know, soft as hell, might be soft as jelly, but the people who surround them are gangbangers, you know, crime lord, you know what I mean? In the crime, all that kind of trash. Yeah, no, that, that's, and that's what I would kind of disagree with them on. Like, no, you, no, but the main thing is man code is you don't spend day in and day out purposefully calling women names and belittling women, period. That's man code 101. You have respect for people, period. You have respect for women and you don't spend day in and day out calling them names or I mean, it really didn't call them names. Well, Kevin, he just, you know being called average kind of stings, you know what I mean? But it, that stings men and women. That's what, that, I do agree with him on that a lot of women just didn't understand. Like, yes, you are saying that you are bashing average men saying that they're clowns. And I don't get me wrong. I understand the ladies though. I understand the ladies in that average to them means that the man's not doing something or something is amiss. And from personal experience, that was me. That was me. So, and I stopped dealing. I didn't, I didn't, you know, I'm like, I'm not getting any more relationships until I get my stuff together, period. Cause I'm dragging somebody else who doesn't deserve it into my mess. You know, that find someone to make you better and find some, no, no, no. Make yourself better. Then when you get with someone else, 
someone else who did the same, then you can grow together, you know, better and faster because you're in a good position. But that whole uh, Greta was a Thurnberg, Thurnberg situation like that, you know, he again, more man code violations. Like, how are you going to sit up there and insult, go after a teenager who is autistic? And I see a lot of idiots doing that because she's an environmentalist. I don't care if she's that. I don't care if she just gets arrested as a publicity stunt. That's better than sitting around on your ass, not doing anything. You know, what I mean, this moron eating a pizza got the Romanian government after him, which I thought he went there to hide, you know, and I'm like. And then it's like, where are you hiding from? And then this jackass apparently had kidnapped a woman, kept her in his hotel room or house or whatever. Now, what I believe with Andrew Tate, I believe it was the pun. I believe what he was doing was a pyramid scheme. The whole, that university thing, Alpha University, whatever the hell it's called. Because what he was doing online is he was trying to get, this is Tate now. What he was trying to do, what, what he did was he got all these young men. As you see, he has a lot of followers. So he was getting a lot of these young guys to follow him, promises to make tournament instantly, you know, with the teaching and training to turn them into alpha males, which can't happen. You know, the alpha male mentality is stupid. It's a figment of men's imaginations, men and women's imaginations. I've heard women talk about that. This one fool was like, um, if her man laughs at another man's joke, he's not an alpha male. I was like, y'all should have seen the 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 uh, the guy who posted it because he made other comments on Instagram, and like you know I'm supposed to threaten, you know so so, you know Joe Rogan cracks a joke, DC, you know what I mean he's supposed to snap his neck. Oh, we don't crack jokes around here. We're alpha males. You know better than that. So so Will Smith was supposed to slap Chris Rock not because he insulted his wife but because he was up there cracking jokes. So everyone who cracks jokes is a bitch, like. What? <laughs> That's how these men got wealthy. I'm like, what is this woman talking about? She was young. You know what I mean? So it's not just men. It's, it's men is women, too. But with the Andrew Tate thing, you know, it, it, like, oh, they, back to the trying. Like, so, so he had these guys put together multiple accounts. So they it was a bunch of guys that had accounts where they were directed to, I believe, the YouTube and the website for Tate. You know, and and when you do that, especially with the tags and you're tagging him, you know, he's getting tagged. And then there's the hashtag and all that kind of stuff. That is actually a violation for Instagram. So it wasn't just his comments about women, which were horrendous. It was actually that as well. There was some there's actually two uh, liberal individuals who Big on politics, they're, you know, influencers. They don't have an actual, you know, technical job. So they're influencers on Twitter is where they thrive. They were banned because they did this, something similar where they would pay a bunch of kids to make sure that they hit the likes so that they got, you know, 100,000 likes, thousands of likes, and lots of accounts following them, make up all these accounts, the bots, create their bots, you know what I mean, for them, run the bots, all that kind of stuff. They got ejected off. It was other things that they got involved in. The house got raided, no, that's kind of jazz. They were, the irony is they're still doing the whole liberal, hey, this is wrong, and, you know, that's, uh, you know, like Trump's wrong, and Musk is wrong. The irony of it is that they have to kiss they have to criticize Elon Musk, but they have to kiss his ass at the same time because if it wasn't for Elon Musk, they never would have got their accounts back. You know, which I'm sure, you know, the idea of charging for the blue check, I'm sure that kind of forced the issue. Like, you know what? Yeah, he did it just to make Musk get, did it to, as some absurd way of making money. He's never going to make the money back to cover the expense of that website. But... No doubt added incentive to know that the very people who criticize them the most, you know, now have to pay the, pay him if they want to keep the blue check. That is kind of the ultimate win. But, yeah, he's a scumbag, too. Don't like him. So an another big thing, though, there's no way to get at the end of the day, no matter how many bots or how many teenagers that they get or pay to, 
you know, run run traffic for them, get the traffic to them and increase their viewership and all that kind of stuff, their visibility, no matter what, they still need women in order to do it. Tate had women sitting next to him on his show. There are female fighters like Diana Belbita that supported Tate when he was imprisoned. This dude is a straight up scumbag as far as I'm concerned. She, you have women who support, that's the only way they could. So a lot of things that Kevin may not agree with everything, but there are men and, you know, we know the men are out there, but there are, are women who agree with them, you know? And then a lot of times people only hearing part of what they're saying, the whole alpha male shtick. We have a lot of fighters, you know, as y'all, I'm sure y'all seen on the timeline, supporting Tate when he first got locked up. I mean, it was a large number of them supporting this fool. But yeah, you can't, yeah, you can't get, you can't have that kind of success without women being involved somehow, some way, period. You know, and that's, that's sad. That's really the sad part. And then it's just this, this disillusionment, you know, that the whole alpha male thing is a dangerous uh, thought process. How can you be an alpha male? You know, even an alpha woman, like think about it. Cause we, you know, you hear like, for instance, Demetrius Johnson, Oh, yeah, if I was the same size, I think I could beat Don Jones. Yeah, but you're not the same size. Can you beat him right now? No. I love Demetrius Johnson. I call him the GOAT. Can you beat John Jones? No, John Jones should pick him up and toss him across the street. No. You know, you know, do, does Jean Wei Lee have a chance? Does a, does a Michelle Waterson stand a chance against, uh, you know, Chris Cyborg? No. You know, Jean Wei Lee, I would hope. I love Chris Cyborg, but I will hope. But no, right now as a stand, what's people going to say? Well, it's, you know, it's too small. You know, so how can you be an alpha if per size you can't even beat, no matter what you learn, no matter how much you were trained, per size you can't get it done. We say that all the time. You know, how many times we've seen even a street fight where somebody small is going up against somebody big and nine times out of ten, you know, some we saw some David and Goliath scenarios, but for the most part, the small person gets destroyed. And we, what do we say? Well, there's different weight classes for a reason. You know, like, how can you call yourself, you know, if with Nagano breathing air, how can anyone really call themselves an alpha with that monster walking around? No matter how tough Alex Pieta is, you know, him or Izzy, we can expect that they will probably get their head knocked off by Nangano. That he would laugh at their kicks and punches and they wouldn't really hurt him and he would end up destroying them. Just based off of pure power, not, you know, technique. And even in life, like most of the people who run the world right now, when you talk about that's another thing with billionaires, one of the things that I want, the reason why I wanted to do videos on my own, similar to that of, of Kevin Samuels and giving advice to particularly women out there, is because one of the big things I wanted to tell him was that, you know, he like, well, you know, he want that, uh, as he would say, high value man. OK, they, they don't want a bum. They want, you know, somebody who's financially uh, stable, you know, really preferably rich. Like to me, it's not impossible. You know, uh, uh, even a good looking dude finding the right cougar to fight right older woman to take care of them. Eh, not easy. But a woman. Hell no, it's not hard for a woman. That's why I disagree with Kevin Samuels. Like, no, they must sell. It could be average. Somebody thinks they're hot. That person could actually be rich. What my what I would say to the women though is, if I was going to do a video like that or a video series like that, is no, you probably walk past him. That man you want is probably out there, but he doesn't probably isn't good looking. Probably walked past him, thought he was a clown because of the way his appearance. Because a wealthy dude doesn't have to dress wealthy. That's why I disagree with Kevin Sanders and Andrew Tate on doing donuts in a Bugatti. That's dumb. It's childish. No, no. The further, like with my plans, you know, whether they get achieved or not, it requires less money spent on stuff to show off. Because, you know, yeah, there are quality, there are name brand stuff that I wear because it's quality. But other than that, just to show off, just to trying to give this facade that I'm a high value man. No. For what? I don't have to. Now, granted, I'm, 
you know, I'm, you know, I'm really not even in the conversation because I'm old. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm old. I'm not even in the conversation. But someone, you know, it like nah. And then like with Kevin Samuels, well, both of them, but Kevin in particular, it's like, bro, because you know, Tate is half black, but you know, I think he passes more than a me or a Kevin Samuels would. We're black. We're not going, you know, I mean, there's no a lot of some, you know, high value women across the world. I mean, we're not have women um, like would he be accepted because he's wealthy across the world because of the way he dresses and everything? The answer is no. It doesn't matter for as black men. I hate to go there. I hate to bring skin, you know, skin color into this, race into this. You know, I, I would like with him, I would be like, look, we're black. Black people aren't, there's no value for no black people. I'm sorry, that's just a reality. There's no such thing as no, what black billionaire shown to me? You know, if he's incredibly good looking, sure. Yes, there are some who are incredibly good looking who women chase after. But we're talking about body, face, you know, probably spends an hour in the hairdresser. Yeah, I mean, the whole night got, you know, stylist all this kind of trash like you know like no not to just what and he's old too and i'll be like no man you're old you're a sugar daddy you're not high, you know high value as far as a sugar daddy goes not someone that young women are going to chase after but yeah you know it was it was a, you know it was a lot of stuff i disagree but yeah i would tell women like no that you probably walk past that guy that so-called high value guy you probably walk past him that was that nerd that you walked past because right now, nerds run the world, not good-looking, uh, so-called alpha male-looking types that, you know, gym rats. That's what I call them, gym rats. No, most gym rats are dumb. They're not smart. They're dumb. They're not, you know, they make money off of something that they do. But no, it's nerd. Bill Gates is a nerd. Elon Musk is a nerd. That's who runs the world. That's who influences politicians. Most politicians are, look at them. Have y'all seen them? Now, the, some of the ladies look fantastic. <laughs> you know, ladies are gorgeous. The dudes look like crap. <laughs> Middle aged, out of shape. Nah, y'all will walk past most of them. I, that's why I'll point those women out to. Like, look, what kind of a. Does a man exist? I hope so, probably. But nine times out of ten, if you're talking about ridiculous wealth especially time and with the wealth because they were born into it yeah that's few and far between and they're probably already taken but no it's not impossible and, and it doesn't really matter if your your looks are important sure men love gorgeous women but there's so many different men who love a different variety of, you know, not all men love the same kind of woman. The woman who one man deems gorgeous, another man thinks, yeah, you know, just something about them that's just not with them. You know, like, so to think that a woman can't get the so-called high value man or so-called alpha male, that's where I disagree with both of them. Like, no, you, you're dumb if you think that. No, the you know, some women are just naturally beautiful. They can get mostly any guy without doing a whole lot of, without a whole lot of, without the job, without crazy, you know, making their own. Yeah. You know, like, and then like not caring what a woman makes, like, no, men do care because a lot of men are threatened by rich, powerful women. So to sell there and say, we don't care. No wrong again. That was Kevin Samuels. No wrong again. There was a lot of things. Those two morons were wrong about. I shouldn't call them morons because they did something right. You know, they did something right. They got the world talk, including me, talking about them. So they did something right. Also, now, one big thing that people have to understand is that they kind of did, they were, de like, I don't think Kevin Samuels in particular was trying to be a heel. I do believe that Andrew Tate was. That's how you get people talking. That that WWE shtick. Now, like I said, I I think both of them are. That's how they. That's who they are. And they were delusioned. And every time they talked and barked and yelled, it was them trying to talk their delusionment into the into the universe, as it were. As a lot of fighters do. Yeah, I man. I could beat anybody. Yeah, I'm the best by MMA boxer going. Like no, you you you're zero and three. 
Bruh, you're not, no. Them days are gone. You hear, you hear fighters talk all the time. I still got it. Still got it. I can still do it. Rank number 10, you know, at 10, number 10 rankings. Old, you know, they saying kick air all the time. You know what I'm talking about. You know, hey. <laughs> you know, nickname hottie. You know what I'm talking about. Like, no, you're done. <laughs> you're done. It's over. Go away. Retire. You know, some fighters that had no business being there in the first place. People disillusion themselves all the time. And those two were, are, and I think a lot of the fighters who f follow them because they are, they want to believe in the illusion because that's all it is, an illusion. If someone wants someone killed, it's just a word. It's not, hey, lift weights, learn to kick box, shave, get your, you know, uh, Salvador Ferragamo, Ferragamo shoes and get your Valentino suit. No, that's not it. Yeah, walk with your back straight and all. <laughs> Got to be Alfred out in order to, you know, tell people what to do, bark and all that. No, if someone, you know, the most common person can take somebody out. That's the, and, and more, two reasons why the alpha male thing is, is an illusion because, I mean, I've seen drug addicts get called in to take somebody out for drugs. Not because they were some highly trained hit man, hit woman. No. Just someone who's addicted to drugs who's desperate. Take out a drug dealer. You know what I mean? Just because someone else got them to do it. A friend of mine got set up. They didn't get set up by, you know, King Kong. This dude was about as alpha male as you can get. Like, he built like Kamaru Usman. He's a good-looking dude. He can get any one he want. Uh, he could fight. He used to bully the drug dealers. And, you know, like cowards, they set him up. They didn't confront him face-to-face, -face, ever. He was set up, and he was killed. The bad part is he was shot first, got messed up, then later got killed. Died horribly. You know, I think about that all the time. And then the sad part is my other, well, I don't know if I really want to call him a friend, but he survived to this day because he was just a straight up monster. He had no, and I mean, he would, and he went, he went a step further. He wouldn't bully the drug dealers. He would brutalize them. And he would give them no choice in the matter. He would confront them by himself, wait till they were alone, and beat them damn near to death. Now, most of the people he targeted were bullies. They were drug dealers who also were bullies. They were general scumbags, but it was still hard to watch. It, I mean, some of these were my enemies. These were, I was young. These were someone in particular um, was, was a bully to me. Brutalized them. Had to, had to tell them to stop. Could you imagine? Could you imagine? I mean, if he if he wasn't pulled off of a lot of these, I mean, it was a lot of people. If he wasn't pulled off of them, he would have killed. I mean, we're talking about 10 people by the, before he reached the age of 21. You know, it, it's, you know, he, we're poor in a housing project. We're not, you know, we're not, this ain't no Holly. I don't know how, how he learned, where he learned how to fight or whatever. I know he just, he will win every single time. It was not the drug dealers where he knew how to fight. It's not like they were highly trained, you know, but I don't, he just, I don't know, willpower. I don't know what it, what it, what it was, but no one could really beat him that I saw. And he survived this entire time. I saw him, uh, I think it was last year. Like he's still alive. Couldn't believe it. In jail, but still alive. Knowing him, he'll probably survive jail too. Uh, you know, it's it's not something to brag about. It, it's it's like because he had little humanity. He knew enough to, like I said, be a, you know treat me okay, treat me and my family okay, not to harm us. Uh, as far as I know, he didn't harm his own family. But other than that, he ain't have no other friends that I know of. If he did. They were the same as he was. And they were all, he's only together with somebody to do harm to others, sadly. And even with the fighters, like I said, how can you, you know, you're not a champion, not only way to get. And then, like, they, you see, we see, it reminds, the irony of UFC teaming up with WWE is that the politics, that was something that was big in the pro wrestling thing. 
Like, you didn't know who was in control of what. Like, you wondering why someone keeps getting the belt. You think as well as the, it's the Hill babyface dynamic. And you're like, okay, well, that not really all that over with the crowd. How do they keep getting the belt? And it's like, well, because they, you know, are the one who scripts the whole entire matches. Or they're all of a sudden an executive. You know, or they cool with the boss. Sleeping with the boss's daughter. We know that one, right? If you know pro wrestling, you know who I'm talking about. You know, I told him, yeah, he uh, kind of slept his way up to the top. Yeah, he did. <laughs> yeah, he did. That's exactly what that means. Could you imagine? So, of course, you want to get the belt back. <laughs> so, and, and you see that with, with MMA, the politics. Person ain't climbing their way up the rankings. Rankings don't even matter. It's just, they just make deals. Kind of, that's what you say, you know, pro wrestling is back of the house, making, you know, deals and back of the house if they kind of, you say things to that extent. Yeah. Hey, brother, brother's cousin, uncle, you know, and then people, you know, it's just a group of people coming in and then you find out they're all because they're related somehow. And they really, you know, someone who doesn't seem like they have a whole lot of talent say, why do we keep saying this person? The shtick isn't good. They're not really a whole lot of talent. They lift weights. Good for them. That's it. Oh, they're the brother-in-law or son-in-law or, you know, cousins, uncle. You know, it's all kind of scam going on. So it's not really who can be who. It's just who knows the right person who can hobnob with the right people. So how are you alpha in that dynamic? More importantly, isn't the isn't the promoter the actual alpha, not the fighters? Isn't the person who pays the fighter the actual alpha isn't isn't anyone who's called boss an actual alpha you can lift weights and you hit the gym you got your wrestle and your jujitsu but you know okay but you call somebody else boss who doesn't know how who as far as we know don't know how to do any of those things come on now so the whole i always felt that that was just uh this is it's it's dumb you know, and then even like richest people going, right? Can't stop the governments of the world from doing a single solitary thing. They want to run into another country and bomb them. Billionaires are just standing around. You either make money off of it or you keep your mouth closed. How are you alpha? How are you alpha in that dynamic? You know, even the president, like if anyone's an alpha, it would be the president of the United States. But he can't do much without Congress. So how's even he an alpha? And if we catch any of the presidents in the street, can they defend themselves? No. So, yeah, you know, what I mean, I just I always thought there was a stupid concept concept and um, made no sense and useless in the greatest scheme of things. You know, it truly is. And at the and above all else. Father Time is undefeated. So with Father Time being undefeated, whoever is talking about being an alpha now, it's going to get old, slow, and, you know, that they're going to be conquered no matter what, because simply because they're old and slow. So, yeah. I'm going to conclude here because this is a long one, but I hope I got all my points across. I hope you understand exactly uh, my, you know, how I feel about this issue. And I hope, uh, but yeah, as far as if you listen from a personal account, the LLC thing, yeah, it's dumb. It's dumb. Uh, LLCs aren't something that you can use to solve all problems. You're not immune. It's limited liability, not complete liability. You is limited. You're still liable. So you can't get sued. Now they don't want to attack your personal uh, assets. But if you're dumb enough to write your personal assets into your LLC, well, yeah, they can snatch it then. If that car you bought is under your LLC and you're getting sued, they can seize your car because it's under your business. So, yeah, uh, please do the research better and stop looking at it. By the way, you know, it's an LLC or was an LLC. WWE. Zufa. You'll see. That's what it used to be. So you don't necessarily have to do a small LLC. It doesn't have to be some small time hustle. Please stop doing it, especially you black folks out there. All right, so I'm in this here. (laughs) 
All right, that is it, party people, for this special episode. If you listen all the way through, hopefully you're not mad at me. Hopefully you don't think little of me. Hopefully you don't hate me. But if so, I understand. Do us both a favor and just hit the block. Don't worry about the mute. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully you didn't do that. Hopefully you didn't. Do, hopefully you understood my perspective. If you need me to go in further detail, if you want me to talk about this again, hey, just ask. Ask away. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Twitter. Just type in MMA by M-I-L-I-K-I-N. And you will reach me. All my socials. Okay. And uh, just go on the bio. Nine times out of ten, the folks who are listening are on Instagram and Twitter. So just go right into the bio. And yeah, you can find this podcast on Apple and Spotify, as far as I know. <laughs> And uh, yeah, just ask any questions. MMA by Milken at gmail.com. You can send in audios there. And I mean, if you know me, just just send me a text. Hey, look, I'm about to send in a, a, a caller, you know, a call in. Yeah, and just call in, leave a voice message, and I can add that to the show. You guys take care. Be safe. And also, don't forget, check out the leg show. Best show in town. <laughs>